You would have heard earlier this morning when police crossed to a Dave and Will in 5AA breakfast around 10 to 7 and uh, the boys talked about it again in the last half hour of their show, the number of people caught speeding overnight. Uh, a motorcyclist on the freeway at Bridgewater last night coming down at 155 in a 110 zone on the down track. 30-year-old from Bauhanna, when he was stopped at a service station, uh, police found him in possession of drugs. Uh, checks on the bike's rego showed it was unregistered. Uh, he was uh, also uh, on an expired P-plate, I understand it. The bike's been impounded. He's facing a, a range of um, uh, charges. He also tested positive uh, for meth, allegedly, too. Uh, a man reported for drink driving. He crashed and rolled his Ford Mustang. That wasn't impounded because it's too badly damaged. It's going to be written off. So uh, and good luck with insurance on that once you blow over the limit. And he allegedly did. Returned uh, a reading of 0.089. Uh, two other people injured, taken to hospital. Minor injuries, fortunately, but uh, taken to hospital after uh, the uh, the Mustang hit their Mazda uh, around uh, Croydon Park. And then there was a car... Well, police weren't looking for this car. They were in search of a stolen car and might have been tracking it until they saw a speeding car around uh, the Athol Park area. And this car led them to uh, Semaphore. The Polair uh, chopper was up and looking for that initial stolen car. Then tracked this speeding car to, uh, to Semaphore, 120 k's in a 60 zone, allegedly. Uh, caught up with the driver there. Again, all sorts of uh, issues with uh, his uh, licence and all the rest. So three people facing court. And it comes at a time when our road toll sits at 97. It is 30 more than it was this time last year. Peter Williams, Senior Constable Peter Williams, speaking on 5AA uh, Breakfast earlier this morning uh, in response to where we're at with our roads, had this to say. Well, I, mean, I just... I get it. Like these are this is a these are grown adults, thirty year old, a twenty seven year old, yeah. and another thirty year old driving That's in manners crap. that just are very selfish and inexcusable and have zero consideration for anyone else on the road. So yeah. I think it's time everyone does sit down and talk to their family and loved ones and just say, Look, can you afford to live without me? Because mm. people drive like this on the road, there's a chance it's gonna happen. And that's the core message, isn't it? That we're at risk of all these people on the roads driving in... Look, it might be 3 in the morning or 12 at night. It doesn't matter. Because if you're not seriously injured yourself or killed when you're coming down the freeway at, say, 155 k's an hour on a motorbike that's unregistered and uh, and you don't have a licence to ride it because that's expired or whatever the case may be, then it's not just you. It's somebody you might hit, a pedestrian, another car. Uh, terrible. Tony Hastings, Drive to Live. Tony, good morning. Good morning, Matthew. It must just do your head in as well when you hear stories like this. Uh, I'd like to say that I was shocked by it, um, but I must admit that living on the Flurio um, on any given Sunday, you can hear motorcyclists coming at warp speed before you even see them mm. on regular motorcycle riding routes. And I, I think it's important to preface the, um, the thoughts by saying that there are many thousands of responsible motorcyclists and clubs, but there are those who simply don't get it, as um, the police officer just said. And I don't remember who, who the quote comes from, but the one thing you can't fix is stupid. Yeah. And that's basically what these people are de demonstrating in their behaviour. Um, 
it's not rocket scientists to so rocket scientists to recognise that when something minor goes wrong at 150, 140 kilometres an hour on a motorcycle, the end result's not going to be good. It's yeah. going to be a hell of a mess, and it's going to be something that you'll live with for the rest of your life. So why ignore the realities? Yeah. Well, my, my, sorry. I was going to say it's not just the motorcyclists, of course. I mean, it's it's car drivers. The guy who was allegedly at point oh eight nine and flips his car after he hits another car as he's trying to overtake. <clears> and the, <throat> at night, there's the the guy speeding down around Semaphore, Athol Park to Semaphore at double the the speed limit on suburban roads. I mean, it's you know this this behaviour that goes on. And we had police the other day say of the nineteen motorcycle deaths, just to come back to motorbikes, uh, all nineteen caused by the rider at fault. And you just, whether it's riders or drivers, it doesn't really matter. If you drive to the conditions and the rules, we're all okay on the roads. I agree, but if we can come back to the motorcyclists for a moment, um, we've got about 1.4 million registered vehicles in South Australia that's trucks, cars, four wheel drives, um, and sedans. Um, and all of that, uh, that number, about 50,000 are motorbike registered. Um, so that's in round figures. Three percent of all motor, of all registered vehicles on the road are motorcyclists, and yet they represent twenty percent of the road deaths this year alone. Mm. Uh, so we've got, in other words, we've got twenty percent of people killed represented by three percent of the the motorists. And so the folks that have got to shift towards that uh, demographic and recognise that. The younger, um, the more powerful the motorcycle, the more likely there is a, um, a fatality. And I am a great believer that um, one of the ways of, of countering this type of behaviour um, and something I've been calling for for years is to increase the number of motorcycle-mounted police officers on our roads. We need to treble the number of motorbikes um, that police have because they are less visible and so therefore easily uh, easy, easier to be able to put in a position where you can detect the, the hell rider out on the back roads of the Florio. They're far more manoeuvrable to get in and out of traffic on freeways and so on. But it means that there's going to be a greater presence of police on the road. And I think there's no greater deterrent mm. for breaking the rules than having a greater presence of police. We, I, I would agree, and many people do, I know. We've had the, uh, the debate on and off over the last few weeks about the fact there's a lot more unmarked cars on the road, which, you know, as somebody who doesn't break the law, I'm not fussed whether they're marked or, uh, or unmarked, but I suppose you're right. If they are marked, it's a deterrent, isn't it? People see it, but is it a deterrent for long? I mean, once it's out of sight again, somebody resumes their reckless behaviour. Well, it's questionable. I, I would suggest that there is a far greater chance of having, with having more uh, police presence on the road, of that affecting a, a downturn in the number of fatalities than there is by putting signs up on the side of the road that have all of the messages about um, why people are causing crashes and what groups yeah. are they, um, they fall into. So you've got to, uh, with road safety, as with any sort of industry, you've got to refresh the way that you look at it every five to six years so that there is a new message that goes to the, the target audience that's going to make them think more about what the consequences are of what they're doing. Yeah. And I think, you know, what what we've also got to, to 
Matthew, is that over the last 10, 20 years, there's been a major change in social behaviour um, in that we have a society at the moment who I would refer to as feeling entitled, mm. who um, take less notice of police activity or police authority. And that same group of people who 10 to 20 years ago would have um, had crashes that would fall under the category of either drink driving or lack of attention now fall into a series of categories that revolve around the use of their mobile phones, in particular SMSs, shuffling songs, um, looking at social media, and even taking selfies yeah. while they're actually driving. Crazy. And that didn't exist 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so true. Um, it's uh, it's not it's not good out there, Tony. Look, thank you. There's there's important messages in all of that, and uh, I mean, basically, it all boils down to, as I said earlier, drive to the conditions and drive to the road rules. It's it's not that difficult. Indeed. Thanks, Matthew. Thank nice you for your time. You. Likewise, Tony Hastings, Drive to Live.